0: Hey, what's up guys? Mario Tubone here and uh, together with me as always, the one and only
1: Crisis. What's up guys?
0: Hey, hey. so as always, this is the most important moment of the podcast uh, when Crisis tells us what we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, man. So yeah, we always talk about the importance of gym uh, in order to build like a nice body. So we, today we will share the best, the top three adductor exercises you can do for very strong and beefy adductors.
0: I mean, isn't the adductor machine the basically the exercise that you see only girls doing at the gym?
1: I mean, yeah, look, I mean, if you want to be serious about it, it's good to actually train your adductors as well since it's like a muscle and you're going to use it, but yeah, I mean let's not be too serious because we're going to alienate our <laughs> our listeners <laughs> yeah i mean instead of like being serious not we're going to be serious but we're not going to talk about uh the gym we're going to talk about how to be more dominant in the bedroom right
0: yeah exactly
1: and, yeah and that was like a topic that yeah i mean that was like not the previous podcast's uh, topic it was like the one before that Mm-hmm. and yeah i mean i think it's very good to start this episode by okay just simply asking uh what i mean how can someone like be more dominant in the bedroom mario okay so
0: yeah so let's start with this uh, um first of all uh, there's a uh, slight difference between being dominant outside the bedroom, uh, like we discussed in the previous uh, podcast episode, uh, and being inside, more dominant inside the bedroom. Of course, uh, uh, fair disclaimer, we're talking about uh, consenting adults, uh, um, people that are into this stuff. Uh, so, you know, fair disclosure. Again, with that being said, I will initially start with uh, the classic question, which is, what do you want uh, and what do you like? Because uh, people have this assumption that, oh, I have to be dominant uh, because da 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 da, you know? If you want to be more dominant in the bedroom, I would say the number one reason why you should like that is because you like to be in control you like to exert control over the other person that is with you. So that should be the motivation for why you should be wanting to be more dominant. Because if you will come to me in coaching and say, well, Dom, actually, I just want you know to give the other person a uh, um, hell of a good time. I would say, okay, great. Uh, There are things that we can do, but also depends on the other person and what the other person like. Because being uh, dominant in the bedroom, uh, there are certain things that uh, we can do, uh, but it starts with your mindset. So again, you should start with why, what do you want, uh, and also what the other person want. Because maybe the other person, uh, uh, let's make an example, uh, you have a date with this beautiful girl and everything, and you're dominant outside, but she reveals that she likes to be dominant inside the bedroom. And actually, you're like, huh, ah, that would be fun and interesting. So, you see, you don't need to use this tool all the time if it's not the ultimate goal that you want,
1: all right? Yeah, makes sense, makes sense. Right. yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. <laughs> Although, you know, I kind of laughed because I know a lot of guys, I, I think it, I have like a few examples as well, where we go on a date with a girl, we'd say, look, I mean, I enjoy being dominant in the bedroom. The girl's like, oh, I enjoy being dominant as well. We end up like having sex and she was just trolling. I mean, she, she enjoyed being like the submissive. So yeah, I mean, I was like, okay, that's interesting.
0: Uh, well, you know, it could be because that's something called a switch. So, mm-hmm. switch people yeah. they they like also the dominant part. On average, though, when someone is a switcher, um, they tend to accept if the other partner is only dom. They tend to accept. Uh, okay, I'm gonna have fun as a as a sub. So uh, if the other person is a switch to, they alternate usually. So it really depends on the dynamic of the people involved, you know. But um, yeah. I would say, yeah, there are people that uh, enjoy. Um, to me, it makes me laugh because we people say, oh, yeah, I'm dominant. It's like, okay, so what do you do to be dominant, you know? Okay. Oh, uh, I do this. It's like, yeah, that doesn't mean being dominant, uh, you know, so... <laughs> Again, it's. Can you give like an example
1: of people who say, oh, I am dominant? And then, yeah, I mean, it seems like they're just like trolling.
0: Mm, okay. So that's uh, a very important thing because um, you cannot, first of all, start. Uh, you know, you actually made a very good, great point. Uh, you can start to be dominant uh, in the bedroom by being dominant outside the bedroom and figuring out. Uh, what the other person is into before entering in the bedroom and understanding the boundaries of the other person. Because All right. when you're going to do some dominant plays, yeah. uh, there might be some dirty talk, uh, there could be some impact play. Impact play means spanking, uh, uh, using tools to spank, um uh, uh, there could be some uh, verbal commands like, on your knees, uh, put your hands behind your back, uh, come here, crawl towards me, and stuff like that. Uh, there could be restraints. So, again, you need to figure it out, uh, um, what the other person could be uh, fine with. And this is a great date material, honestly. You know, it, I think... Uh, Ninety percent of my dates, this is the conversation I bring about. Because first of all, I find it more interesting that she's chatting about the weather, you know, of course.
1: or your career or the pol- or politics.
0: Yeah, or it's like, oh, you know, it's uh, uh, you remember the old PUA's where they were using the strawberry field, uh, the cube, that kind of stuff over there not really and
1: not really i think i'm yeah no oh that, oh i see that's why i wasn't getting late because i didn't do the strawberry
0: thing now, yeah now it all but, makes oh, sense. oh man you, you didn't live through the most glorious days of the internet pua forums lucky you oh man so again things that uh you could do to be more practical First of all, let's start with uh, commanding presence. Commanding presence, I refer to this as giving verbal commands or physical body language commanding. Like when you push someone, uh, you put your hand behind their back and you gently nudge them to enter inside the room. Or you know when you slightly pull this person towards you by their hand, Non-verbal and there are verbal commands. Verbal commands are, come here, sit down on your knees, uh, take this, pull my pants out, you know, stuff like that. So uh, the only recommendation uh, that I do when uh, doing this, you need to sound confident and you need to know what you want because you cannot make this you have to make this request like a statement, like an order you cannot uh can you come here can you yeah. or um, can, can you please
1: down? uh yeah please uh yeah,
0: it's not a request, you are the dominant, you are the leader, so you are giving the orders, okay yeah. you ever seen you you know any movie you watch, there is the military guy, there is the cop. Uh, They're blurring out orders like, "Ah, come on, move, get here, you know? Yeah. So that's it. Uh, Another practical way to be more dominant is the ability to restrain uh, from um, movement or senses the other person. And this is when uh, you can uh, to start with the basics. You can pin them, pin their wrists uh, down, block their arms, uh, and block their legs with your legs too. Uh, when uh, you are usually making the another person squirt, uh, you help them by blocking their legs uh, with uh, your by basically putting their legs on your back but this is also something that you can do with your arms by blocking their legs like you basically like do an arm lock (laughs) you guys you can also learn this stuff from Brazilian Jiu Jitsu so you know that's uh, another recommendation from Mario you get some mattress dominance by learning mattress dominance with another guy but basically yeah that's the basic of movement restraint then you can
1: uh sorry sorry to interrupt like two things first of all i I really lulled when you said uh when you make another person squirt and i'm like why did he say like another woman it's like it's not like you can make like a man squirt and i thought that was funny but yeah i mean uh, since we had like a an internet connection hiccup uh You mentioned something important a while back, which I think most people will be interested in. And and you said, okay, about bridging the dominance uh, thing while on dates. So I think it would be interesting if you could like give us like an example of how the dialogue flows. Like, how do you approach this? Like, just basic example so that guys can see. Oh, okay, this is what I can say. So that I don't look like a complete creep while I am on a date with guys, mm. w- with girls.
0: Oh well, I mean, <laughs> wh- whatever you like, you know. I'm not judging.
1: <laughs> Anywho,
0: uh, I yeah, was, I was thinking. Look, guys, I'm working for you,
1: and yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, 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 uh, Sublaki so Master Loki making confessions. There, it's okay. We all love, yeah, him. It's we all okay. love this flaggy yeah. master. You know. It lies the not the musaka, which is you know it's fine <laughs> for us. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. well, how would I approach that? Well, first of all, with honesty, you know, because that's the always the number one thing. And I say, look, um, how do you like things in the bedroom? Okay, because, you yeah. know that's that's always an interesting thing because if see, if someone is on a date with you. Assuming you did the things the right way before getting to a date, so uh, she knows she is there because you're interested hmm. in a sexual way, romantic, sexual, mm-hmm. way, whatever you know, one of the two or both. Huh? And it's not just like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna teach you uh, Greek or Italian, and then you know, when she meets it's like, hey, so what are you into sexually? It's like, yeah, that would be creep. Because the context yeah. is not of a date. But on a date, especially after a drink or two, uh, you're allowed to ask that because, you know, it's a Next. good screening yeah. question for both. And yeah. usually in my case, I'm like, hey, you know, do you, well, usually I go on dates from dating apps. Uh, so I do this part already on the dating app, which I ask, you know, if they know about BDSM uh, uh, if they're into that, uh, usually it's in my profile. So it's the girls that approach the topic with me because they're curious to explore. And yeah, basically, I just like bring it up that, uh, you know, I like to be dominant in the bedroom. Uh, I like to have, I like to be the one in control, uh, both inside and outside. Uh, I like to make things happen. I like to take care of people and things like that, you know, which okay. she... Can see exactly from the outside because it really mimics my behavior. Like the, yeah. the persons, the one inside and inside of the bedroom coincide. So there is no yeah. like, uh, oh, he's looking quiet and shy on the outside, but he's a wild animal in the bedroom. You know, it's it's not yeah. the case. Nice, makes sense. So. To make a very long story short uh, about your question, how to lo- look like a creep uh, is to always bring things in the context. Uh, okay? Yeah. So what is the context or, you know, frame, uh, if you guys want to use the term. The frame is like, we are here, we are just two friends that uh, we're having a meeting about something not dating related. Because then, yeah, yeah that will be creep. Or you approach a person... Uh, and she hasn't, um, sorry, you, you approach a woman and she hasn't uh, exchanged uh, or signaled interest into you, it will be a little bit too fast, too soon uh, to bring this topic up. That would be uncalibrated uh, and then will be creepy. The, the way to see creepiness is to understand this social uncalibration. Okay. Because you can say the very same thing, the very same words, but the meaning of it will change entirely depending on the context. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, there was there is always a great analogy that uh, an ex girlfriend of mine told me, and it was about uh, these two couples uh, that they were at the beach, uh, and this woman loved to take the sun topless, uh, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, then they they went to dinner together, and uh, they were about to enter uh, their bedroom to to get um to greet uh, and with the other couple, and she started to yell, "No, no, no! Don't enter the room because I'm not dressed." And the husband was like, "Yeah, but you're always uh taking the sun topless in front of them, nothing that they haven't seen." And she yells back at him. It's like, yeah, but that's at the beach.
1: Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense.
0: See, the context yeah. is like, yeah, this is fine at the beach, but if they come and greet us, uh, and I'm in the bedroom getting changed, uh, and they enter to say hello, and I'm there, you know, with my uh, my top uh, being topless, uh, that's different. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's-,
1: that's that's girl that's girl's logic. Like she has like no problem sewing going to the beach like taking like pictures of yourself here like bikini but if you ask her to send you like i don't know like a booty shot she's like oh no i cannot do that and i'm like seriously yeah. like the yeah. same exact thing yeah but, but in their mind like the, the context is different yeah
0: exactly the context is different because me having very revealing uh, bikinis at the beach where millions of people literally look at me is different than me sending this photo to a guy that they don't know that well. Yeah, I, from sense. a guy perspective it's literally illogical but again you have to see it with the eyes of the other person. And this um connects very well with the point that is like uh, about dominance is that being Dominant in the bedroom, you need to also to care about the other person because an important part of being dominant is to receive the submissiveness from the other person, from the other partner. And the important thing is that they feel safe. So they gift you their submissiveness because, again, um, repeating it for the people that don't know. In the bedroom, you are so you're as much dominant as your sub allows you to. Okay, nice. Okay, makes sense because if the other, yeah. uh, if the submissive doesn't want you to be like that, they're just going to be like, uh, no thanks, this doesn't work, and you're no longer dominant. You're just like, oh, okay, well, let's take a step back. You know, doesn't mean yes. that you cannot lead. You cannot. Uh, uh, propose things and, and you know find creative ways to make the the woman more comfortable and everything you know but again um, long story short the big the big picture is you're as much as dominant as yourself allows you to. That's nice that's nice.
1: So yeah I mean to bring go to go back then to yeah what we were talking about how to be more dominant I mean we mentioned commands, restraints, impact yep. play, so Re- yeah, what's restraints, next?
0: Restraints, uh, which also includes a uh, sensation uh, uh, restraints, uh, mm. uh, starting uh, from the very basics, uh, uh, blindfolds, okay? Mm-hmm. That's uh, literally like, um, it forces most of women to enter into their body, instead of staying too much in their That's mind, to think. Uh, mm-hmm. You can restrain by their hearing, So they don't know what's happening around them. Usually they are in combination, sight and hearing. Um, Restraint from oxygen, but that's a brief play. It's a very dangerous, very, very, very dangerous play, guys. Uh, I don't recommend you doing it. Don't do it. Um, Get professional help if you're curious to explore about it. But, you know, if you're willing to play a little bit and just do a little bit of choking, uh, again, you know, make sure that you're taking all the necessary precautions with that. This is, uh, sounds like everything is fine and dandy till, uh, you know, you start to get some risks. uh, And as the dominant, you're in charge of your submissive. uh, So you should know the risks that are involved with everything.
1: Yeah, right. Makes sense.
0: Yeah. So if you want to choke a little bit, your uh the, the other and the sub is uh, is fine with that, of course. Yeah, um uh, you know absolutely. Oh so we say the, the commands, the restraints, impact plays. Uh guys are like always asking me, uh Dom, how do I spank? And it's it's always an interesting uh, question for me because it comes so natural to me after doing it hundreds thousands of times. Huh? But yeah. I do understand for someone that is not really used to it, it will feel awkward at the beginning. So yeah. my great recommendation that I will give is to start slow, again, by start massaging the skin, okay? And slowly, gradually build up the tempo, okay? You can use also tools. Uh, You can use the wooden sticks uh, that... Uh, uh, the, sorry, the wooden spoon that your mom uh, used to yeah. cook great uh, Greek food. Uh, yeah. Um, the thing like in Italy is famous because uh, the grandmas uh, would use that uh, for um. Uh, it's the word in Italian is battipanni, which is a thing. I think we call it like a paddle. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 much bigger than a paddle because. Uh, Paddles are, are the classic spanking tool, but this thing is yeah. huge. It's literally big uh, like a tennis racket. Uh,
1: so have I shown you mine? It's because it like a really cool shape. It's like you can see it like probably.
0: Nice. It's,
1: yeah, yeah, it splits as you can see. Yeah,
0: yeah because that uh, it, it does the double whip uh, when you use. Yeah, cotton. you know, it's like cha chaff like that. So. Yeah. Again, the starting thing, guys, um, use the center of your hand to spank or just the first phalanx of your fingers, okay? Don't spank with the bottom of your hand where there is the wrist, because that's the strongest part of your hand, okay? It's yeah. literally bone. So it's not going to make, first of all, a nice sound, which is what everybody craves is that
1: oh yeah baby you
0: know it's it's not gonna sound like this it's gonna sound like i did
1: i genuinely didn't hear anything so that's cool don't worry
0: yeah you didn't hear anything oh okay well no. we're gonna have some uh noises possible. some sound effects <laughs> yeah.
1: we're gonna we're gonna have one of dom's girlfriends like uh south yeah exactly exactly
0: so uh, then after this how uh, to be more dominant there is dirty talk of course because uh, yeah. dirty talk whether into your um uh dirty dynamic as i call it uh, where you basically throw slurs uh, uh to the other uh, to the to the girl uh, and then you call oh you're such a bitch uh, and stuff like this uh, Yeah. or you're into more a uh, daddy-dom dynamic uh, so you're like, oh yeah, baby girl, you're making uh, daddy proud, uh, stuff like this. Uh, it's, li- but still, it's a sign of dominance. So it's women usually love it uh, because um, their number one. Um, and again, you have to phrase this correctly when uh, when I speak with girls, because if I if you ask them what you don't like about men in the bedroom, uh, some of them they will say, oh, they're dirty, like. They lack in hygiene, or uh, hmm. that they don't last too much and everything. But if you ask them, what do you find weird about men in the bedroom? There, most of them they will say that they are too silent. Okay. So literally, dirty talk engages and keeps you in the present for both. So it makes you living a dynamic uh, mix. That's why they're called plays because. Uh, you're playing, uh, you're doing a play, or you're doing a scene in uh, in a context. It's not that when you're going outside, uh, you're just like at the restaurant. Hey, baby girl. I mean, uh, some people might also be into that, uh, but that's that special conversation is special for the bedroom. My number one advice for dirty talk is to keep it uh, for the context. Uh. So if you're living together with someone, it's not that you use dirty talk outside of the dirty uh, of the dirty dog tongue. uh, Sorry, guys. Dirty talk context. Okay? all right. Maybe your your wife, your girlfriend finds it hot when you're doing both uh, after dinner, she's doing the dishes and you spank her and say, how's my little slut doing? Maybe she finds it hot. I don't know. Like, that's something you have to find out, uh, and you have to check yeah. with there if it's okay. But I would, I would say, keep the dirty talk for, um, for the bedroom. Oh. And it's last thing that. that I would like to say about how to be more dominant in the bedroom is about the um, uh, penetration position and uh, the tempo, because there are certain positions uh, that are more dominant. Uh, than uh, than others and the Uh tempo on which you penetrate uh, uh, the woman is also different so if you penetrate deep and hard feels more dominant than going slow and mid stroke and there's a reason to go mid stroke instead of uh, going uh, all in and like push it uh, to the cervix but that's not a podcast you're gonna have to listen to another one guys Position-wise, uh, uh, doggy is definitely more dominant, uh, or as I call the submissive doggy, which basically is uh, you don't let her on uh, on her fours, she stays on her knees and her shoulder, okay, her neck and shoulder, because you're holding her wrists uh, behind her back.
1: Behind your back,
0: yeah. Exactly. So that absolutely is more dominant uh, than the classic missionary and even in the missionary you can do it more uh, dominant uh, by putting a pillow under her bum okay so she's gonna have her uh, legs lifted you can put the behind of her knee which i don't know it's called in english but let's call it behind the knee on your back and you hold her wrists with your hands because again you don't need your um, uh your elbow to lift the eggs the legs is the job is done by the pillow and, uh, and your shoulders mm-hmm. so that is way more dominant than classic missionary even though yeah there is more course. eye contact uh, and everything for girls when there is uh, eye contact involved uh, is more personal okay mm-hmm. Guys tend to just, you know, uh, drown in the pillow next to her. (laughs) And that's very bad because that is going to affect your respiration. And your respiration affects your heart. And your heart uh, affects uh, how much your um, PP is going to pump. Let's call it like that. Yeah. I mean, we have Greek Greek fitness experts. So, you know about cardiovascular stuff, right?
1: Of course, of course, Cardio, what's that? Never heard of here
0: uh, um, I mean I'd like to send off the guys uh, by saying that um, usually when in coaching when he, this stuff comes out, uh, the number one thing they ask me uh, is how to increase also the dominance uh, performance quality. And is yeah. uh, first of all, you need to understand that you're not gonna be perfect, okay? So uh-huh. you're gonna suck, uh, your especially your first attempts when you're trying to become a spanker, uh, or a spanko. I think is the term in the in the kinky world. Okay, um,
1: that's good. When you
0: when that. you're gonna do stuff the first times that are out of your uh, comfort area, you're not gonna be great. But you know, you research the right knowledge. You understand what you have to do in a safely manner. Again, I don't think I'll ever stress enough how safety and making the other uh, person feeling comfortable and safe all the time. How much I can stress it enough? How much is important? Um, and yeah, you're gonna suck, but you know, practice makes you perfect. You can learn and research. You can engage with more experienced people uh, by going to. Uh, uh, workshops munches speaking with other Doms hiring the Dom as your coach so that's exactly. the stuff that you, you know we can uh we can do to improve and yeah that's pretty much it that's nice that's nice I like yes. it yeah. you have any uh, question how to be more dominant uh, or uh, no, into- I mean you know
1: you were you were saying some things like look I
0: mean to be honest,
1: man, I'm I'm a complete ninja at bed. So girls are like, okay, is he alive? Uh I mean, because they cannot hear like my voice. But all the other stuff, like okay, the spanking, the commands, the dirty talk, the tempo, and all that, yeah. I mean, for some reason it came like naturally to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's not like that I have like a lot of questions. I guess like one advice to guys is if they hear back to the episode, is like You probably don't want to do, like, everything at once, especially if it doesn't, yeah, especially if it doesn't come, like, naturally to you. Uh, I I remember, you know, it's funny. Did you know Mike Cernovich, like, the Gorilla Mindset guy?
0: Yeah, I I remember him vaguely. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, Okay. he had, like, a blog, like, way back in the day, like, called, like, Danger and Play. And I remember he had, like, an article on choking. And I was, like, I read that. It was, like, my first, like, experience that, okay, it was first time telling me, someone telling me, look, I mean, girls like getting choked. And I'm like, dude, that's, like, so fucking amazing. And I remember, (laughs) like, starting with that. Yeah, because, you know, it was, like, one of those things where I read it and I'm, like, just naturally, I was like, oh, I like this. And, yeah, I mean, that's how I personally started. I was like, okay, let's do the choking. Then, yeah, I mean, the spanking, the positions, all that. So, yeah, definitely start with something that you're interested in while also like taking into to, yeah, uh, consideration that the other person, yeah, what they will also like. Um, now that I was having, now I was, I was talking like, what about like, uh, how do you call those like words that are like, uh, if something goes like off limits, like they use like some type of uh, code words word. to stop? Yeah, the safe words, like what about those?
0: Okay. Yeah, that's uh, when someone has uh, soft boundaries or hard boundaries, first of all. Uh, so okay. when you're discussing about things and someone feels like I might be into it uh, or not. So you're like, yeah. Look, are you fine with we're going to try? And, you know, if you're not into it, just say it. OK, OK, that doesn't require a safety word. A safety word usually is when something uh, has changed suddenly or someone feels in a uh, physical discomfort uh, and they use the safe word to basically stop everything this is like uh, a right. defcon uh, of the highest uh, level is ring the alarm usually mm, it's because someone is uh, in like i said in physical distress uh, it yeah. happened to me that someone said it uh, while uh, doing a shibari Not because Mm -hmm. the the ropes were hurting. Uh, uh, Shibari is tying someone up. uh, So physical Mm -hmm. restraint via the use of ropes, guys. Not because someone uh, was... um, Not because that girl was in physical pain. uh, She wasn't. But because uh, she went in a place uh, that reminded some trauma that she didn't address properly. And Mm. he started to relive it in their head. So yeah basically it was our way to to get out of it, you know, so it's mm. also a component of that and you have to respect it, you know it's uh... yeah of course. of course there are there is a reason why we do things in a certain way is because the end goal is for both to have pleasures, okay mm. the sub gets the pleasure that they crave by giving the dominance to the dominant mm. that's nice yeah, that's very nice, yeah. So, I mean, I would say yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. That's uh how it works. Um, if guys you have any questions, should shoot them uh, on Twitter at Mario the Dom or on the forum. And yeah, that's it. That's it from my side. Oh, actually. So, yeah, let's uh let's go. There is anything else you'd like to add? Mm, not really. I mean, we talked about being dominant in the bedroom. We talked about
1: uh, the safe words. Yeah, we had, like, we gave people, like, an example about how to talk about dominance, being dominated before you have sex. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if we have time, but I know that there are, like, some people who actually like to take, like, dominance, like, outside of the bedroom. And, I mean, they have, like, these, like, let's say games where they're, like, the Dom is saying to the girl, Oh, you're gonna dress like that. And yeah, you're gonna put like this type of eggs, the, like the small vibrators in you. And I'm gonna have like the controller. Like, is this like in the same context, or is this like more about like generic BDSM? And it's not like a good idea to talk about this.
0: Well, you see, um, there's millions of play that you can literally do because you literally can uh, search on uh, uh, adult websites. uh, uh, Ideas you can search for adult shops, uh, sex shops, uh, and they have millions of gadgets. Uh, These tend to fall usually under the command uh, part uh, because you're giving orders on what to do to the other person. So yeah uh, that's what they usually fall under off you know good okay well i mean yeah, my friend uh, it was a pleasure until the next time uh, guys it was the dom
1: and crisis so take care guys and we'll talk to you soon
0: speak in the next
1: one